Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I am so glad that you are here today. But first and foremost, I pray that you had a beautiful and blessed Christmas. I pray that you just had a beautiful opportunity to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that you got to spend time with your family and your friends and you just had a beautiful, beautiful occasion. And so no matter what your holidays look like, just know that um, I'm praying for you. I'm praying that God will just continue to strengthen you and keep you and empower you through the holidays because the holidays are a beautiful time we love to celebrate, but at the same time, it can be quite difficult for some people. So I'm praying for you and know that I'm praying that the best is still yet to come for you. No matter what your holiday season has been like, trust that God is with you. He's for you. He loves you. He's protecting you, covering you, keeping you, providing for you, and that he will strengthen you. And then it won't always be like this. No matter, you know, what you're facing today, God turns things around. You know, he is never, nothing is too hard for him. Uh, nothing is beyond him. And God can always bless you even in the hardest, toughest season. So I pray that God will just continue to be with you and be your strength and be your portion in this season. Okay. But today I'm excited because I have another uh, excellent person on the show with me today. Another interview. These interviews are a blessing to me. I don't know about you. I hope you're being as blessed by them as I am. If not, then I'm getting blessed. Okay. <laughs> These women are just such a joy. They're such a blessing to chat with, to talk to. They drop so many nuggets and just beautiful information, just beautiful. They speak from the heart of God and it has just been a tremendous blessing. So today I'm excited to have uh, Candace Carney with me. And so if you don't know Candace, you need to know Candace, okay? But first, let me introduce you to her. Candace Carney is a native of Houston, Texas, and currently resides in Cyprus, which is Northwest Houston. She holds a Bachelor of Arts in Communication and a Master of Business Administration from the University of Houston. Candace is an intercessor and a prophet who has served in leadership and ministry for over 15 years, which includes community outreach, creative arts leader, children and infant care education, mentoring young women and youth, health advisor, intercessory prayer team lead, and director of communication for International's Ministers Fellowship. Candace loves the Lord with all of her heart, soul, mind, and strength. She also loves people, culture, history, community, laughing, and all things creative. Hey friend, welcome to the Called and Confident podcast where you will find strategies and solutions to discover your calling, get unstuck, and move in the direction that God is leading you. I'm Shayla and for many years I struggled doing all of the things, but still wondered what was my true purpose. I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but it just didn't feel like it was all coming together or making the impact that I had expected. I just felt like there was still so much more. Have you been feeling stuck in life and wondering if God has forgotten about you? If so, I can totally relate. My mission is to help you take action on your God-given assignment so you can confidently live healthy, healed, and whole. If you're ready to say yes to your calling and start moving forward, then you're in the right place. Girl, it's time for a little sister chat. You grab the popcorn, I'll grab the peanut M&Ms and meet me on the couch. Let's get started. All right, everyone, I want to welcome you back to the show. I am so glad that you are here today. I have another very exciting guest. I'm so glad for you all to be able to hear from her today. I have Prophet Candace Carney and Candace is going to be such a blessing. I don't even exactly know when Candace and I connected on Facebook. I believe it was years ago, but I love to see her post. I love all of the things that she shares because I know that she is a woman 
who truly hears from God. She has a beautiful, intimate relationship with him, and it's always evident in everything that she shares. So I know that she's going to be a tremendous blessing on today. So Candice, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. This is such an honor. Thank you. You are so welcome. Will you start us off by just introducing yourself, however you feel led to do so? Sure, sure. Yes. So as you mentioned, my name is Candice Carney. I am a native Houstonian, born and raised here in Houston. And I, to make a long story short, I just love God. I really, really do. I've been saved since the age of five and I knew exactly what I was doing. And so my walk with him started there. Um, Later on into my uh, young adulthood when I really started going deeper into things of God, but that relationship has always been there. And I just literally live my life to please him. And I'm always just like, Lord, whatever it is you would have me to do, I want to do it. Um, That's what motivates me. And I am a recipient of his love. I'm a recipient of his grace. Um, And so I make it my life's mission to share that love and to make sure that people can just see his light in me because I do not know how people make it in this life without him. I'm so grateful that he gives us hope. And I just want to be able to show others that no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're dealing with, there is always hope in Christ Jesus. He doesn't leave nor forsake his people. And so that is just in a nutshell, my life uh, mission is to be able to show forth the love and the hope of Christ and in all that I do really just to reflect and give honor and glory to him. Yes, that is so beautiful. I love that so much. Candice, will you tell us kind of how did you discover what God was calling you to do? Yes. Okay. So I discovered some of what God God called me to do when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, I had natural gifts and talents as a young girl, and it was always clear to me, you know, that I was going to do something with those gifts that he gave me. But it wasn't until like later on in life when I was well into adulthood, when he literally began taking me on this this journey of discovery. Um, He was shifting me and pulling something out of me that I didn't know was there. Um, And I had leadership that was over me that saw it, but I didn't see it. And they were constantly uh, pulling that out of me, putting a demand on it. And, you know, I discovered a lot of what he uh, wanted to do in my life through opposition, through lots of opposition, lots of frustration, lots of seeking the Lord. Um, And then through this journey of discovery, I found that the enemy had a heavy assignment of fear on my life Mm -hmm. and it just made me shut down. It made me live subdued. It made me, you know, always stop at a certain point because, you know, I I didn't want to do certain things out of fear. Um, And I realized that this fear was actually a counterattack of the enemy in his attempt to prevent me from coming forth as God intended me to because he sensed that there was a call of God on my life. But like I said, the Lord kept putting a demand on my voice. He kept putting a demand on me to speak in public places. He kept sending people who would just see what God had on my life. Um, He would send people that would uh, pull things out of me and have me to release and share things that were just way outside of my comfort zone. And, you know, through this, I've been able to discover what God has assigned me to do through the frustration and the opposition. He was speaking and revealing through the opposition and frustration. My voice was activated Um, and the enemy, what he meant for harm for my life. God, truly, I am I am a living testament. He truly worked it all out for my good. Um, And so in a nutshell, I discovered my purpose um, this way. And I just wanted to give a quick testimony. Yes, go ahead. It's all right. Um, Please. Yes. yes. It's not my testimony, but it's a testimony that um, Pastor Cheryl Brady gave years ago when Mm -hmm. I went to uh, 
hear her speak at a conference and it has always stuck with me. It just, it blesses my, my spirit. If you want to make an impact and live out your purpose, you've probably heard that you must have money and popularity, and that's simply not true. Everything that you need to fulfill your calling is already on the inside of you. You just need to learn how to activate those gifts and start dreaming again. And that's why I want to invite you to join me inside the Called and Confident Accelerator. In just four short weeks, you will walk away from the Called and Confident Accelerator with personalized assessment results to put you on the right path. Biblical context for your calling through a Bible reading plan, resources to get additional training for your specific calling, and action steps compiled into a customized plan to launch you into your calling work. In addition, you'll have access to work with me one-on-one each and every week. We can meet up, we can discuss what's going on, what you're learning, what questions you might have, what needs or struggles you're going through, because I want to help you. I want to support you on this journey. So to learn more and to join the Called and Confident Accelerator, go to shaylahilton.com, click Accelerator at the top, or click the link in the show notes. She started off giving her testimony saying that, you know, she started serving in a nursery at her church. She was a nursery worker in her church. Um, And then she kind of graduated from there and asked the Lord, okay, what else would you have me to do? You know, I don't have much, but I have my time. I have my willingness. uh, I have my faithfulness. So whatever you want to do with me, I'm here, Lord. Mm -hmm. And from there, she moved into being a teacher at that church. And everyone noticed her faithfulness. Uh, there. And then after some time passed, she went to the Lord again and said, I don't have much to give Lord, but what I do have, I give it unto you. And so from there, she kept moving forward and forward and forward, not really knowing what her life's purpose was, but she kept just being faithful and saying, Lord, whatever I have, I give it to you. And as we all know, she's now like the lead pastor at her church. Right. She's a powerful voice for this generation. And I just love this testimony. And I wanted to share it with others because You know, I feel like there's a lot of people out there, a lot of believers who, you know, they're not clear what God has called them to do. And they kind of have this shame over them, this guilt, like, God, you know, I feel bad. I really don't know my purpose. And I just wanted to share this testimony to encourage and shift uh, the body. Those who identify with this, you know, if you don't know what God has called you to do, show up and serve wherever you are now. Keep showing up and being faithful. Give him, you know, your all. Do it with excellence. Because if you, as you do this, God is going to be faithful to promote you and reveal your purpose as you go along in faith and obedience to him. And so I just want to tear down any shame that anyone may be experiencing yes. for not knowing what God has called them to do. Because, you know, he doesn't work in a one-size-fits-all formula. You know, he just he calls one one way. He'll call another another way. So um, like it says in Proverbs 37, you know, commit everything you do to the Lord and trust him and he will help you. So I just wanted to share that as well to encourage. um, Yes, that's perfect. That's so helpful because um, I completely agree. Like you mentioned shame, you mentioned fear and how these things really can hold people up and keep them from getting to where God wants them to be. And I think lots of times uh, you also noted how you have such a love and a passion for God. And I believe there are many people in the body of Christ who have that same love and passion and fire for God, but they're scared. There's this fear of like, what do I do? How do I maneuver? God, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to miss you. And so they can get stuck (laughs) because they want to do the right thing. So what would you say to someone who wants to be in the will of God? but they're not sure if they are in his will or if they're hearing him or like, what would you say to that woman? Sure. So I would say, you know, that you're in the will of God when there is a peace 
and there's an ease about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't mean that it's easy. <laughs> a lot of times it's not yeah. easy, but it just means that there is an ease about it. And there's a grace. You feel a grace given to you by God to yeah. do what you're doing. And I have experienced this, gone through some tough times, but I knew the Lord was in it. And I knew he was calling me to walk through it and to, to, to overcome this particular thing. Um, and, you know, uh, if you're filled with God's spirit uh, and you stay in communication with him, I'm a witness. He'll check you in your spirit constantly. I don't know about anybody else, but yeah. he stays with me constantly. Me he too. will let me know yeah. if I'm sleeping out of alignment <laughs> yeah. or, yeah. You know, and I'm just like, sometimes people can get a, get, get away with stuff. And I'm like, right. God, I couldn't live like That's that. That's not my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yes. But I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm so thankful for yeah. that. Um, and so, yes, he will give you an inner witness. Um, he'll allow things to be like frustrated in your life. Um, and he'll let you know when it's time to pack up and shift because he's no longer in that place. And so um, and that's really important for people who are kind of doing something for a long while um, and they get comfortable in that place. We have to be open to hear when God says it's time to move. Um, And so this is just real quick. One of the many reasons why I love Holy Spirit. Um, He's just my absolute best friend. He will teach us and he will lead us. Um, And I I can truly testify to this. Um, So yeah, if you are communing with the father, he will give you a peace and an ease about what you're doing. That's good. That's so good. Have you ever felt like you had trouble hearing God? And if so, what did you do about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, if I'm having trouble hearing God, I do a few things, um, just depending on how Holy Spirit will lead me. Mm-hmm. Um, usually if I'm having trouble hearing him, that means that there's too much flesh in the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I have to subdue the flesh by going into a time of fasting and praying. And this allows, you know, my spirit to rise up and be strong and connect with him more. Um, and also when I'm fasting, I also will make sure that I cut off things that are feeding my flesh and it doesn't even have to be necessarily anything that's bad. It can just be neutral stuff, but I just want to make sure that there's no competing voices in my ear. Yeah. And so fasting and praying is definitely something. Um, and then I like to do what I call a word cleanse, obviously daily, you know, I'm feeding myself the word, but I do an intentional word cleanse and fill myself up with his word by reading and listening to his word with like this increased intensity. And this is so important because, you know, in John one, it says that in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. And so if we're trying to hear from God, one of the first things we need to do is be in his word, you know, um, because he never deviates from his word and he is his word. And so um, his word literally has the ability to um, cleanse and purge, to make clear, to break down, to purify, to dislodge, whatever blockages there are, whatever spiritual debris that there may be um, to make it uh, more clear to hear from him. So um, I think it's important for us to make sure we're hearing his word. And this is also important, you know, because a lot of times we're looking for a prophetic word. We're like, God, how come, you know, you, you haven't had such and such give me a word in a long time to speak in all these different ways. And he's like, well, what about my word? Have you opened my word? Yeah. And so, you know, if our favorite prophet, we have to be able, we have the responsibility actually to open up our Bible, meditate on the word, pray it through and declare his word and prophesy it over ourselves, you know? And so um, you might hear from God, his word is absolutely uh, key. And then just the final thing I would say, um, something I've really been focusing on this year is just getting quiet before him. I had noticed that I was doing a lot of talking in my prayer, but I really wasn't giving him enough time to to speak back to me, you know, and he speaks to me throughout the day, but I'm like, hey, this is our time together. I want to be able to speak during this time where we have set aside just for, um, you know, our personal time together. And so just being quiet before the Lord, allowing him to speak, 
Um, and also not putting him in a box, you know, because I know I've experienced something in the past couple of years where God has always spoken to me a certain type of way, but recently he is opening me up to new ways that he's speaking. Yeah. And if I hadn't been intentionally listening to him, I wouldn't have seen it. Um, he's such a multifaceted God and we should never limit him to speaking, you know, in just one particular way. And so getting quiet before him, having that quiet time um, and just really allowing yourself to be sensitive and will uh, enable you to be able to hear. From That's so helpful. That's beautiful. What would you say is one lesson that you're learning in this season of your life? Oh my. Okay. So in this season of my life, I am learning you know what? I'm learning in this season of my life how to say no when I need to. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yes. Because, you know, when you're someone who is, you know, giving and kind and you genuinely care about other people, you can fall into that trap of people pleasing and not yes. wanting to upset people. And, you know, let me tell you, for years, I would say yes to people when I really wanted to tell them no. Right. And uh-huh. <laughs> I just got so tired of like throwing these fits behind closed doors, complaining to myself, like, why did, why did they ask me to do this? Why did I say yes? I didn't even want to do this. I didn't feel, I didn't feel led to do this, you know, but I just didn't know how to say no. I don't have time for this. I have so much on my plate. You know, I'm not even going to have time to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you still have to show up, you know, and present yourself smiling and loving because, you know, you got to show the fruits of the spirit, you, gotta right. it, you know, and it's yeah. like all the while though, you're struggling and, you know, people will often make their emergency, your emergency yes. They'll put this on you. Like you need to give me a reason why you can't do what I'm asking of you. And then there's guilt trips and then they're imposing their own ideas and thoughts onto you. And they're like expecting you to comply or else. And, you know, if, if you don't comply, you're not a good friend. You're mm-hmm. not a good Christian. You're not acting like Jesus. And, you know, they'll just say, this is a good thing. So I know that you'll agree. I know that you'll say yes. And so this just got to be so exhausting for me. Right. And the Lord has really been dealing with me that, you know, saying yes all the time and all that, he had to get to the root of that thing for me. He said, you know, Candace, you saying yes all the time, you feeling like you have to, you know, be agreeable with people and always do what they say. That's actually rooted in fear. It's Mm -hmm. fear of man's opinion. It's fear of their perception of you. You know, you want people to like you. You you don't want to let people down. But the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, God had to show me we are 100% accountable for our time here on earth and what we did with the time and the resources that he gave us. And I want to be able to say that I was a good steward of his time and I wasn't busy doing all this stuff for other people and didn't get a chance to do what he wanted me to do. And so, so, you know, and so he's really been uprooting that thing in me and he's shifted me and even people around me are starting to notice. And I'm like, Ooh, you know, what's going on with you? And I mean, I'll tell you people, they may not like it. They may look at you funny. They may think that you're mean, but Honestly, folks have an opinion about you no matter what you're doing anyway. So you just might as well do what's right in the Lord's eyes and forget about what others may think, you know, and you don't even have to be rude about it. You just have to be firm and kind and say no, say no without feeling the need to give an explanation for why you said no, just no period. You know, I I love you, but I don't need to justify my response to you because everyone doesn't have the intel that God has given you concerning Mm -hmm. what he's given you your life to do. They don't know how God wants to spend your time. They don't know what God has spoken to you in your private time with him. They don't know what assignments God has for you. And, you know, honestly, those that continue to pressure you and try to make you feel condemned and guilty for not being available for them. A lot of times I found they're operating in a controlling spirit and they just do not have respect for personal boundaries. They think they have a right 
and access to your life to dictate what you do. And I'm just here to tell you, it's 100% okay to say no. It's not selfish for you wanting to be in alignment with God's will. And this is coming from someone who I absolutely cannot stand the whole, you know, it's the end of the year. I'm going to cut people off because, you know, yeah. God's calling fire. New season, new friends. Y'all can't come with me because y'all to make the cut, blah, blah, blah. God knows that I literally hate that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just so not a, a supporter of that. So this is coming from someone who thinks that, but I also do know that there are times where God will have you to uh, redefine relationships, I'll say, uh, and he'll have you to deal with people. Uh, and so, yeah. And a lot of times you don't even have to necessarily cut them off. You know, sometimes he may just have you to put them in a different place in your life. But yes, saying no when I need to is what I'm learning and walking through in this season. Yeah, I love it. I can totally relate. And I know that that is going to be springing for so many women, because I think women need permission to be able to say no, because we, like you said, we yes. want to help, we want to love, we want to be kind, we want to support. But you yes. saying that is going to free the people. I know they are going to be free Amen. in Jesus name to say, no, to be empowered to say yes. no in this oh, new yeah. season, yeah, to really walk out what God has for them. Because lots of times, you mentioned that it can be a distraction and well-mentioned, well-meaning people, but it can all be a distraction and pile you up from the things that God really wants you to do. So I totally agree. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful answer. Candace, I always ask the women on the show to fill in the blank and I'm going to ask okay. you to do the same. If a woman is going to confidently walk in her calling, she must blank. Ooh, I absolutely love this. If a woman is going to confidently walk in her calling, she must understand and have revelation of her identity in Christ Jesus. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I did not hear enough of this growing up. And so, oh my goodness, Holy Spirit really had to work with me, teach me and grow me up in this area because you can say you're confident all you want, but your confidence is really tested when you see others advancing and walking in things and you're still sitting here like stuck. Like, what about me, Lord? What about yes. me? What am I? doing, you know, your confidence is tested when it seems like people are passing you by in life. It's tested when it seems like people are doing what you're doing, but it looks like they're doing it better. And so you're like, well, why do I need to do it? Because they're already doing it. You know, yeah. your confidence is tested when you feel inadequate and your confidence is tested when people say or do things that are offensive um, and you have to push past your feelings, you know, being hurt. And so if you're going to walk in confidence, if you're going to walk confidently, you're going to have to overcome all of this and learn not to let what others are saying or even what you're saying about yourself. You're not, mm -hmm. you know, you can't allow any of that to shut you down. True confidence, honestly, is not even confidence in yourself. It is 100% assurance, Jesus, in, in dependence on God. Yes. It is 100% assurance and dependence on God and what he's called you to do. You know, when you're totally reliant on God, you can be truly confident because you're not pulling from your own strength. This is not mm -hmm. something that Candace can do. Yeah. I'm not going off the image. I'm not going off of my strengths and talents and abilities. No, none of that. I am pulling directly from God and what he says about me. And that makes all the difference. And that's honestly what true faith is. It's trusting in the Lord and not in yourself, knowing that greater he is he in you than he is in the world. And that will make you shine with more confidence. That will make you walk confidently. And let me say this, this takes time mm -hmm. in his presence. It takes time. Uh, it takes having the heart of a worshiper, you know, and not just, you know, someone who 
claps their hand and lifts their hands in church, but no, it's someone who lives a lifestyle of worship, not just with music, but who worships in spirit and in truth. Yes. Um, and it's so important that worship aspect because worship is literally God like overlaying his image on your image and overlaying his spirit over your spirit. And when this happens, his spirit pulls your spirit into alignment. And once this alignment takes place, you will notice that old patterns and mindsets and behaviors and things will just begin to fall off and you'll begin to see things and you'll say, you know what? I used to feel a certain way about this. I used to go through this, this, this mental, you know, pattern. I used to go through this whole pattern of despair when such and such happens, but yeah. I don't struggle with this anymore. I don't go down those, that road anymore. I don't see things the same way. And I'm telling you, I, you know, I am a proponent of spirit filled uh, counseling and, and ministry, but only our God can do uh, the, the work in us that causes us to walk in confidence. Only yes. our God can do that. So only he can make us see what he sees. And so I say, I would say, if you are lacking confidence, spend more time in the incubator, so to speak. Yes. Spend more time in his presence and allow his spirit to mold you and to heal you, to align you. And, and when I say heal you, that is so important because there is indeed a deliverance and inner healing that needs to take place because we are born into this world with issues that we may have inherited through the bloodline mm -hmm. or different things that we may have experienced growing up. And so we all have identity issues that we need to work yeah. through. And Satan especially attacks and challenges the identity of believers because he knows that when he can warp your identity, you won't have the confidence to move forward and pursue what God has for you. So inner healing and deliverance has to take place. Um, and like I said, for some that may include Holy Spirit led counseling yeah. so that you can kind of target those inner wounds and issues that need to be uprooted. Um, and so, yes, as God's people, we have to find our confidence and our identity in Christ alone. And one last thing I'll say to that is that when you are walking in confidence, when you're learning to work and in, in, in walk in confidence, you have to set up boundaries mm -hmm. for yourself because it requires being intentional and in, in disciplined in your soul. Um, one of my sisters in Christ, she spoke something that really stuck with me. She said, you know, racehorses, when they are training, they put blinders on their sides so mm -hmm. that their peripheral vision is blocked so that all they can see is what's in front of them. And so that really stuck with me because as we're running our race that God has set before us, we have to do the same thing. Yeah. And so once we are you know, healed, once we are delivered, we have to maintain that freedom by setting up some boundaries and making sure our peripherals are blocked, so to speak. And so we need to think about, okay, what tracks us? Is it too much time looking at people on social media? Is it uh, too much time, you know, comparing yourself to others? Is it too much time helping people with their goals and not doing what God's called you to do? You know, whatever your distraction is, we've got to make sure we set up boundaries so we can be healed and stay healed and stay delivered. Um, and so, and then also I would just say, take advantage. If you want to walk in confidence, take advantage of opportunities that come your way. You know, if God has given you the green light to do something, if he's opened up a door for you, don't, you know, decline the invitation, say yes to it, do things yeah. that pull you out of your comfort zone and make you have to reach deeper and higher, you know, go for it. And this, this keeps you progressing. This keeps you uh, moving forward and not being stagnant. So Yes. If God, if you're going to be confident in God, you're going to have to get with him and let him do his work in you and transform you from the inside out. 
Yes. Yes. And amen. That is so, 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 so good. Candice, I know the people are going to be just tremendously blessed by hearing all that you shared. You have shared so much. So they're going to need to take notes and go back and listen again. So thank you so much. How can listeners get in contact with you? Because I know they will want to do that. Yes, yes. Well, I am currently available on Facebook. It's um, my name, Candace Carney. I'm available there. And prayerfully, I won't say too much, but coming 2023, there will be more um, ways to connect with me. So um, that will be posted on my Facebook page though. But yes, send me your friend request. I love uh, connecting with uh, men and women of God on social media. Perfect. Thank you. And I'll have um, Candace's information linked in the show notes. And we'll definitely be looking forward to all that you have to come in 2023. Thank you so much for this today. I truly appreciate it. You are such a blessing to me, even from afar. I always take time to read everything you post because I know it's going to hit me right in the soul because (laughs) you hear from God and I'm grateful for that. So I'm just grateful for your life, for your ministry, for all that you do, for all that you pour out. And I just plead the blood of Jesus over you. I see God continue to expand you. I see God continuing to shift you and open new doors for you and make new ways for you out of no out of no way. I see God taking you around the world because you are a pure vessel for his glory. And God knows that he can trust you. He can trust the word that he's placed on the inside of you. And he knows it's going to get to where he needs it to go. So I just thank God for your life, for the woman that you are, for who you are in him. And I thank God that you're going to be impactful for the kingdom of God. And for so many people that come in contact with you, there is a beauty about you. There is an essence about you. There is an elegance about you that is not just external. You're beautiful externally, but you have a beautiful internal uh, existence as well. And so we just thank God for that. I plead the blood of Jesus over you. Thank you for spending time with me today and being a blessing to the called and confident audience. Glory be to God. I receive it. Thank you so much. Glory be to God. Amen. Thank you. And thank you all for joining us. And I'll catch you again on the next episode. All right, sis, I know you have to get back to your day, but I hope this was helpful and I pray it blessed you tremendously. Before you go, can you leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share this with another sister who is ready to confidently walk in her calling? Oh, and don't forget to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you and I want you to know that I'm praying for you. Just remember, God's got it and God's got you. Talk to you soon.